Hey, it's Ella and Daddy, and you're listening to the Not Me But You podcast, where our goal is to speak out the truth of the Bible so that our listeners may be encouraged to live in a manner worthy of their calling. Together, we pray that God would use this episode to strengthen and guide you on your faith journey. Without further ado, enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode. Today we are going to be talking about our convictions, passions, and temptations. So this is kind of a different episode. We're a little nervous for this because it is pretty vulnerable and personal to our own lives, but we just think that this would be really encouraging to hear other people and um, just some personal things about their walk in their faith with God and right we actually tried to do this episode many many different times we first we're gonna do it in a three-part series so we're gonna do a whole episode on hey these are the things that I am personally convicted of as a Christian these are the things I'm personally passionate about as a Christian and these are the things I struggle with these are my temptations as a Christian and I think God was really working through us because Mm -hmm. this episode has been recorded at least four times on this memory card we're recording on right now. There's at least four conviction, passions, and temptations episodes, and we're sitting here doing it again. And I think that is just the grace of God telling us, just wait, Eddie, you know what? Just wait. And it was amazing because we were changing some of these on our papers and changing the outline. And that doesn't mean that we weren't convicted about these or we weren't passionate about these, but God was like, this is what yes. our yeah. viewers need to hear. So hopefully you guys need to hear this. God has really worked through us and changed our whole vision with this episode, this topic. And it's definitely gone through some changes. Addie and I have had multiple arguments about it. <laughs> we have not art. Well, okay. We've argued about it, but like... Pass- There's no hard feelings. Right. No, we're giggling through every single yeah. argument. Addie and I are good enough friends that we can be yelling at each other and right it's totally fine and the best part about this is we just recorded an episode on truth and so and littered in between both of our arguments were no this is the (laughs) truth (laughs) and then we would go back and forth (laughs) we are sinful valuable human beings (laughs) we're gonna jump into our topic now yes we are so our first thing we're gonna talk about is conviction so with convictions They're personal. They're not exactly things that are specifically stated, specifically spelled out in the Bible. But the Holy Spirit convicts us of these things as we grow in our faith and walk with the Lord. And they're things that we personally feel that we just don't do, we don't adhere to as Christians. Right. It's things that we feel personally will help keep us from sin. And sometimes as Christians, we define these as gray areas. So basically the Bible is black and white about some certain things such as don't murder, don't steal, don't lie. But there's some issues in the Bible where it doesn't take an absolute stance on. So some of these may be drinking, dating boundaries, kissing, gambling, smoking, clothing, music, movies, television, birth control, dancing, tattoos, homeschooling, working moms, etc., etc., etc. So instead, the Bible gives Christians the liberty to make God-glorifying decisions based off of these convictions. Mm-hmm. So me and Ella can both be Christians and we can disagree 
about exactly where we stand on some of these issues, but that's okay. It's not a gospel issue. It is a personal conviction that we personally believe. Yeah. Yeah. That's our definition of what a personal conviction is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I also want to mention that personal convictions are different for everybody. Like Addie said, they're not black and white spelled out clearly in the Bible. So there's convictions or passions or temptations, anything in this episode that we might share that you don't share the same beliefs. And that's okay because God gives us all different convictions, different passions, and we're all tempted by different things. So I would just say definitely be praying for convictions because having convictions is really how God makes changes in our hearts and changes in our lives. So, And it's how the Holy Spirit reveals sin to us. Yeah. The Holy Spirit helps reveal our sinful habits and desires through these convictions as well. Definitely. Kind of like guilt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So hopefully all of these um, will just kind of just our personal examples will open your eyes to maybe some that God is giving you. um, But definitely be praying for some convictions and just ask God to make them obvious when he is convicting you. So, Right. And also pray for strength to act on these convictions because it's really easy to be convicted of something, but take no steps and actions to change that. Just be Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I feel like this is kind of wrong, but then do nothing about it. There's no power in that. Yeah. There's power on acting upon that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Should I start with mine? Yes, Ella. Ella, what are you personally convicted of? Okay, this is one that Addie and I argued over for a while. I did not want to share it at all. But drinking. I am personally convicted not to drink alcohol. First and main reason that I am convicted of this is when people are drinking, I don't want to be sitting here claiming to be a Christian, claiming to live a life that's set apart, that's different, that's holy, whatever, whatever. And then I might be drinking and then there's an unbeliever next to me drinking and we're acting the same way. I'm not living set apart. I'm not living different. And while the Bible doesn't clearly say, you should not drink underage, whatever, like we still obviously have to obey the law and obey rules. But I just personally really believe that I should not be acting like this, doing these things that my fellow unbelievers are doing. Yeah, that makes sense. And I want to clarify because you never specifically said, but I personally know where Ella stands in this. So are you personally convicted to never drink at all, like all throughout your life? Or where do you stand on that? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Your work in progress. That's fair. Yeah. As of right now, as an 18-year-old girl, no, I do not drink. I'm convicted to not do that, to not follow in the footsteps of my peers and other people who are doing that in the future maybe I don't know some wine at church on Sunday (laughs) I'm kidding I'm kidding that's not that's not where I'm going with this I don't know why I said that anyways um but another thing I want to mention with this conviction of not to drink is so you know like at Hy-Vee or any store that sells alcohol they call it wine and spirits And I never thought about that, never understood that until a mentor in my life 
explained to me that when you're drinking, when you're under the influence, when you're drunk, whatever, whatever, you're not in control of your own body. So who is? Spirits, because it's wine and spirits. Like alcohol changes things. And so will I drink in the future? I don't know. Maybe we'll see. But I know that I definitely, I don't want to get drunk and be under the influence of these spirits because we need to guard our souls and the spiritual realm is real. There is spiritual warfare out there. So it is definitely not wise to be allowing something else to be in control of your body. Right. I definitely agree with everything you said. And I think I hold a similar conviction of that is I definitely am convicted to not drink until the age of 21. And after that, I I don't think I can say enough to say where my conviction lies because I haven't lived that part of my life yet. So that would be, I definitely agree with you in that sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess that leaves my personal conviction. <laughs> Oofed. Mic switch here. So I am personally convicted to not allow my relationships to be my pride and joy. And I feel like I have a lot of explaining to do in that sentence. But specifically what I mean is on a social media platform or on the internet. And for me, I just think pride is just this really big inflated thing that we like to push around on social media. You know, we'll post a picture on social media just because we look good or just because we're doing something fun. And it's just that pride of life where we're saying, hey guys, look at me and putting this inflated opinion of ourselves out there. And so that goes along with um, going out and taking staged photos. So I'm like personally convicted to not do that. I'm convicted enough to not go posting them, not go fishing for likes, fishing for comments. Mm. Um, Along with this is just kind of boyfriend-girlfriend post. It really just irks me those, hey, we've been dating for six months, three months, one year, birthday posts. It gets me. And I think it's just that pride and joy of, hey, look what I have. Mm-hmm. You don't have that. Or it looks like my life is all put together. And then last but not least is the friend birthday post. So if you are Addie's friend, <laughs> I'm sorry. You're never going to get a birthday post. Ever. Nope, you'll never get a birthday. Addie and I are best friends, and I will never, ever get a birthday post. Nope, you won't. You won't get a birthday <laughs> post from me on Instagram. I don't know why I feel so strongly about that one, but I, I don't want ever, I don't ever want to be the person that posts for one person and then doesn't post for the next person mm. or X, Y, D down the line. So I don't know where to draw the line, so I don't do it. That sounds silly, but I just, I don't know. I personally chosen though. not to do that. Yeah. Um, So some of my like reasoning behind this conviction is in 1 John 2, 16. It says, for all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride in possessions. It is not from the father, but it is from the world. And really just zoning in on that pride in possessions. And that's what I'm personally convicted of here is taking these staged photos or just this. It's just pride. It's Mm -hmm. just this pride of life, and I'm trying to um, stay away from that as much as I can. And again, in Proverbs 15, 
verse 25, it says, the Lord tears down the house of the proud, but maintains the widow's boundaries. And I don't want to be that person that's built their house and the Lord has to tear it down. I want to build my house in that cornerstone. Mm -hmm. And I've just realized that this is this is a boundary that I can go wrong in in my life. And so that's why I'm personally convicted to not do these things because at the end of the day, my relationships are not for other people to see. It is not for other people to see and wish they had it. Instead, it's my own relationship yeah, and yeah. it's not an outward appearance. Yeah. So. Well, I definitely think even though as your friend, I'll never get a birthday post, I really respect that. And I appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah. I'm glad you respect that because you still won't ever get one. <laughs> <sighs> Oof. All right. So the next thing we're going to talk about is our personal passions, things we're really passionate about as a Christian. And my first one, I'm, first of all, I'm a very passionate person. I'm passionate about a lot of things. Ella is. As we were doing this, she was reading me a list. She's like, Addie, here we go. I'm passionate about blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, girl. And she's like, which one should I do? And I was like, well. So Ella is passionate about a lot of things. She's a passionate little lady. I am very passionate. But the one that I want to share on the podcast today is abortion. Don't turn off the podcast because I just said that word. Keep listening. Bear with me, please. Okay. I remember... The first time I found out what abortion was, exactly where I was sitting, where I was, everything. I was probably 11, 12 years old, very innocent little Ella, and I was with my cousin who, you know, we grew up together, best friends, hung out together all the time. She's only a couple years older than I am, and we were hanging out And I remember we were starting a campfire to make s'mores, actually. And she was telling me there's some drama going on with her friend that she was texting. And I was like, oh, what's it about? And she's like, well, she is okay with abortion. She supports abortion. And I'm not okay with that. And that just really bothers me that my friend is okay with that. And I was like, abortion? What's that? And she had told me, Well, it's when a woman is pregnant and she doesn't want her baby, then the doctors will, like, kill the baby. They'll take the baby out of her before she is up to term or whatever, and they'll kill it. So she doesn't have to deal with it anymore. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I could not believe it. I was just so appalled, so disgusted by this. I just, I couldn't believe it. And... The fact that an innocent little 11, 12-year-old girl is just blown away, cannot believe that this is okay, cannot believe that this goes on in our world regularly on a daily basis, clearly something is wrong if some innocent little kid is just, they can't believe it, they can't get over it. The fact that our entire world has become so desensitized to the idea of abortion and it's just such a normal part of our culture today is very, very sad. And I personally pray every day, God, end abortion. Bring an end to abortion. Save some babies from abortion today. Save some mothers from abortion today. Please. It's just, I'm very passionate about it. And 
I mean, I understand the reasoning. I understand what goes on behind it. And I've read a lot of stories and I've heard a lot of things and whatever, but it's not up to us to decide who dies and who lives. God is the author of life. We are created in the image of God. And it's just, I could make a whole episode about this, you guys, but I'm going to stop right here or else this will go on forever. I just, as you can tell, <laughs> that is something Ella is very passionate about. Very passionate. I do hold the same beliefs as Ella. I do believe that abortion is wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, if I'm as fiery passionate about that, but I definitely do believe it is wrong in every way, shape, and form. Oh, I guess we get to turn the seat again back to me. <laughs> All right, Addie's passions. So something I am extremely passionate about as a Christian is the idea of religion over relationship. Basically, those who claim that they are Christians, yet they haven't fully given their life over to Christ, and they're just living this life of religion over and over, Mm -hmm. meaning they go to church every Sunday, they pray, and maybe they open their Bible once a year, but they claim they're Christians Mm -hmm. because they do these religious acts. And this is actually exactly why we started this podcast, because I personally know so many of my friends, a lot of my extended family members, people I work with, There's so many people that I'm looking at around my life and they are living a life apart from Christ and it breaks my heart so much. And the thing is, they think they have their life together. They think they're a Christian, yet they have not given their life fully over to Christ and surrendered and it breaks my heart. And I feel like a hypocrite saying this because I know I haven't done absolutely everything in my power to help that Mm -hmm. and if so I want to apologize right now like I'm apologizing to everyone on air but religion is something that you do religiously aka I drink coffee religiously every morning that's not true about my life but that might be true about other people's (laughs) life I don't drink coffee religiously every morning but that's the same thing is you can religiously do it but there's no feeling behind it anymore Mm-hmm. So it pains me to see these people who believe that they're going to heaven, yet they have no idea how to exactly do so. They just believe, okay, I'm a good person. I go to church. I get to go to heaven. Have you ever opened your Bible and examined how to get to heaven, examined what the Bible says? If you don't know exactly how to get to heaven, I would question if you're going there. That is a profound statement, and that haunts a lot of people. That haunts me <laughs> to think about that. Anyway, I'm going to get off my soapbox here soon, but just saying I am so passionate about religion over relationship and the people that say they are living as a Christian, yet they have taken no steps to set themselves apart from the world. Yeah. And I am extremely passionate about that, aka this podcast. Here you go. (laughs) Well, it's really, really important to understand that concept because it could be a salvation issue. I don't want anyone to go to heaven and to stand before God And for him to look at them and say, depart from me, I never knew you. That makes me want to cry, like right now in the spot. And there's so many people that I know, that I'm related to, that don't know that. Mm -hmm. They think so, but they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I got to get off this before (laughs) I go down some rabbit hole. But I am so, so passionate about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow, we are just very passionate ladies. Okay, our final thing we're going to talk about today is temptation. So I'm going to talk about my personal 
one of my temptations I struggle with. I don't want to talk about this at all, but... This is really scary because you have to realize how vulnerable it is to sit on a platform where anyone and absolutely everyone can just click on this and hear what we have to say. And this is something we didn't want to just throw out a temptation that's like, oh, willy-nilly, like Mm -hmm. everyone probably struggles with this. Everyone probably kind of struggles with what we're about to say, but it is so personally tied to us that that's why it's difficult. Admitting sin and admitting struggle is never easy, and doing it for everyone and anyone to hear is especially difficult. So, anyways, um, one thing that I really struggle with is telling little white lies all the time, and I have struggled with this for pretty much my entire life, as long as I can remember, but I was never truly able to admit it or to come to God about it or to talk about it with other people until recently when um, I did take more of a relationship step in my faith rather than religion. And so I think the biggest thing as I've worked through this and prayed about it and I don't know, just really struggled through this temptation is our lives it feels like they're so out of control, like we have no control over our lives and whatever. And I feel like lying gives me a sense of control because I can like manipulate what people believe about me or certain situations or whatever. And I can make people believe certain things. And that has always really given me a sense of control, which saying that makes me sound like a psychopath or something, but it's something I've always struggled with. And I've never wanted to talk about it with other people just because I've been like, well, what if they question, like, our relationship or our friendship or whatever? Like, what are they going to think about me then? And I don't know. It's still a struggle. It's still a temptation, but we're human. We all sin, and I pray about it a lot, and I'm working on it. Right. And that's the fact that you can, like, openly say that is, like, guys, I'm not perfect. I'm fallen and I struggle with this daily. Like that's vulnerable. And thanks for sharing (laughs) as I'm like about (laughs) to share, but (laughs) thanks Addie. You're welcome, Ella. My turn. Okay. My temptations. I am personally tempted to go too fast in order to achieve. And I'm tempted to find my worth in my achievements rather than find my identity in Christ. And recently, someone looked at me and told me, Addie, you can't love in a hurry. And that like drove a knife in my heart. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so true. If I'm living my life according to my to-do list and trying to get as much done as possible, I am going to lose the opportunity to love on people and to love on them well. Because to truly love someone, it's going out of your way to serve them and that takes time. Mm -hmm. And so if I am in a hurry and trying to achieve my own agenda and to find worth in my achievements, I can't love well. Because you cannot love well in a hurry. And I do not take credit for that quote, but (laughs) it really stuck out for me. And in John 15 verse 12, it says, love each other as I have loved you. We are commanded to love And so who am I to forget this by looking so selfishly at myself and what I need to achieve? And it also makes me think about Jesus. Jesus didn't run places. He walked. Jesus entered homes. 
he ate with them, he stopped, and he talked with tax collectors, a.k.a. he gave these people the time of the day. He took the time out of his own agenda to love on people, and it wasn't about his own accomplishments, but it was about loving and serving those. And um, just that last part of my temptation is I'm tempted to find my worth and my achievements rather than my identity in Christ. I I know this fact. I know it. I've known it since birth. I know that my identity is in Christ and not my achievements, but I am so tempted to not live that out in my own life. I'm so tempted to get the A because that's what defines me. Mm-hmm. I'm so tempted to do well on this podcast and to not lead anyone to stray, but I'm a sinful, valuable human being and not everything I say is going to be perfect. I am tempted to please people. I'm a people pleaser and I'm tempted to achieve these achievements daily. So that is something I am definitely personally tempted with every single day. Yeah. It's yeah. hard stuff. Amen. Definitely. Amen. Well, that was our scary, vulnerable episode, you guys. Now that I'm done, it didn't feel that bad. In the moment, I was like, ah, what am I saying? What am I doing? But Yeah, it's a sense of relief now yes, that we're done. But, definitely. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys can all um, get something out of this episode and just take a look at your own hearts and your own lives and just acknowledge and be aware of what you're tempted by, what you're passionate about, and what you're convicted by, and just live those things out and follow through with them. Yeah, and I would challenge you guys to make a list. Go make a list just like we did of what you're passionate about, what you're personally convicted of, and what your temptations are, because I think it's really helpful. It really helps you grow in your own walk of faith, in your own relationship with Christ versus a religion. Yes. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Anyway, go find us on social media, Not Me But You Productions. We are looking to do a giveaway soon, so make sure you are on board with that and following and liking all our posts. Yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Have an awesome day. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show. As always, we'd like to remind our listeners that we're born into a broken world. With that being said, we're not perfect, and we ask our supporters to always fact-check our words and opinions on the one and only truth of the Bible. We would absolutely love to hear your episode suggestions or feedback. Check us out on Instagram by typing not me but you productions into the search bar. Thanks again for the love and support.